Well, we see in today's gospel a sort of recap of what we saw and spoke about this past Tuesday. We spoke about uh, joy, and we spoke about how joy is one of the most important means that Christians give witness to the resurrection of Jesus Christ throughout the nations. And so we, here, we, here we have the resurrection of Christ, and I love this. It says that they were, at first they were just completely unbelieving, but then after they touched Christ's risen body, they, had, they started to believe. But it still says that they were incredulous for joy, meaning I, it's like, I can't believe it. He's alive from the dead. So we see this incredible joy that they're filled with. And uh, probably not unbelieving in the, in the technical faith sense of the word, but just the, in, in a manner of speaking, unbelieving. I can't believe it. I'm so amazed. I'm so happy. I'm so joyful. And then Christ ends off uh, his discourse here in this passage by saying that um, uh, the uh, message of repentance is going to be preached throughout the world. He says, you are witnesses to these things. So a little recap from, from past, this past Tuesday. Today, though, what I'd like to do is look at our first reading and just hone in on a phrase that has always captured my attention and I've always thought is very unique. It's the only one, only instance of, the, of its kind in the New Testament. Uh, St. Peter refers to Christ as the author of life. That's a, that's a really neat phrase. The author of life you put to death, but God raised him. The author of life. Now, if we think of the word author, there's a lot of kind of uh, verbal and conceptual uh, hints or resonances contained within this word or connected with this word. I think when I think of author, you think obviously someone who wrote a book, you think of that. But also, too, you have the, the, the idea of authority. And then you also have the idea of authenticity as well, too. So, and I think in all three of those senses, Christ is the author of life. First of all, he is an authority. He is the master of life. He is the master of life. It's because he's the, he is God Almighty, because he is the second person of the Trinity. Life, in all its forms, natural life, the life of the body, and also supernatural life, the life of grace. God's own eternal divine life. Christ is the author of those of that of life in those senses. Okay, so if we have natural life, it's because of Christ's authority. If we have spiritual life, a life of grace through baptism, it's because of Christ's authority. Also, I think of uh, authenticity. So I, I remember once a few years ago, uh, many years ago, probably, oh, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago now, I had a friend uh, from who grew up, he was from uh, South America, Middle America, uh, but he, for the most of his life, grew up in New York City. And then he had a brother, and I was, I was not as close to his brother as I was to him, but I was, I was a little bit close to, to both of them. But his brother once said to me, I was living in a, a rural area, which I have for the most of my life. I've lived in rural areas. And, uh, you know, he's used to, the, to New York City. And he says to me, what is there to do around here? What kind of life is it here? <laughs> you know, so we've got this kind of superficial concept of 
of what a true authentic life is is that it's it's going to the dance clubs it's gotten the bars it's the flashing lights and all of the uh the things that uh, titillate the senses and, and capture our attention. And of course, now nowadays, at that time, there wasn't the social media like there is today. Now, it's all about the social media. So, you know, I, I love the whole, and I gave a homily, a Sunday homily on this. I love that whole phrase the kids use, FOMO, fear of missing out. So there's this psychological phenomenon that grips the hearts of, of young people and that they, they feel compelled to check their phones at all times. I start to get fall into this myself. But they, they, they don't want to be missing out. There's this fear of missing out because that's where it's really at. Whatever's on Twitter or whatever's trending or whatever, that's, that's life. That's authentic life. Um, unfortunately, that's, that's not true, of course. And unfortunately, a false concept of authentic life has really swept over the whole world. Uh, but for Christians, we understand that authentic life is life in Christ. And that it doesn't matter where you're living or what kind of circumstances you're in. You've got a real life. You've got authentic life because you've got Christ. And then finally, I think of this word author and authenticity. I have the idea of just an author, someone who writes a book. So we can look at each one of our lives as a story. And we can ask the question, who is the author of this story? Who is the author of our lives? As, as individual stories. Is it ourselves or is it Christ? And this really kind of goes back to that first approach to the word uh, author, and that is the, the, the idea of authority. Who's the boss? Who's the boss? My brothers and sisters, is it not the case that the fundamental challenge and, and conflict for the Christian is who is going to be the boss? Who is going to be the true author of our lives? Do we possess our lives ourselves? It belongs to me. I'm going to do with it what I want. I'm going to live how I want. I'm going to make a judgment calls as to what's right and wrong and good and bad and so forth and so on, according to my own wisdom, so forth and so on. Or is it going to be that I've got my life only on loan from Christ and that he ultimately is the master and my life belongs to him? None of us would have woken up today unless it was the will of Christ. The, the very breath in our lungs is there only by his will. Every moment of our existence is given to us on a moment-by-moment on a, on a moment basis simply by Christ's will. It does not belong to us. We are not the masters and authors of our life. We need to acknowledge that truth and to let go and be detached and say, my life is in your hands. You are master. You are authority. And uh, from there, my brothers and sisters, we actually enter into real happiness. So the, so the tragedy is that the more we cling to our lives as if they really originate with us and, and they really belong to us in an absolute sense, the more unhappy we're going to be. Because we're not living according to truth. We're not living according to reality. But when we let go and acknowledge that Christ is the owner, the proprietor, as it were, of our lives, of our stories. He's the author of life. That's when we enter into true joy and, and true happiness uh, this Easter season.